It's been a great start to the new year. Um, in my 21st year starting here at York University, um, this is the most uh, excitement and, and joy and off to a good start that I've ever seen that I can remember. At least, maybe that's happened before, but in recent memory, uh, this year seems to be filled with uh, a deep sense of purpose and excitement and joy, and I'm so glad that uh, we're all here experiencing that, and we lived through the heat last week. So as Sean said, my name is Jared Stark. I want to introduce to you uh, my family. Uh, this is my family. Uh, very, very important to me. They're they are here. I want to, uh, Charla and my two boys are over there in the front row, yeah. Appreciate that round of applause. Um, I think they would tell you that they don't like that, but actually I think I think they secretly love that, that I mentioned them. Um, um, my wife is a, a, a deeply spiritual woman um, that has a lot to offer this campus, and if you see her um, ever on campus with me, uh, she would love to talk with you and visit with you and get to know you. Um, my, my two sons, I call them sweet and salty. Um, because my, my 12-year-old is the sweetest uh, kid in the world, and my 5-year-old is salty, and I'll just let you decide what that means. Um, but they're both incredible boys. Um, they love Legos. Uh, Everson is my oldest, and Nico um, is 5. He has Legos here with him. And they also would love to talk to you. I think that's one of the unique things that makes York York, is this uh, willingness to involve our family in the mission of York University. And the mission of York University is to transform lives through Christ-centered education and to equip students for lifelong service to God, family, and society. Okay, we have some people here that know that mission that's very, very good. So um, I'm going to talk about uh, the mission of the well. Uh, this semester, Sean asked the speakers at the well uh, to focus on this topic, eras. A time in your life that was meaningful, a time that changed you, a time that shaped you, or maybe a time that you consider that God was speaking to you. Um, so when I consider the eras of my life, I automatically think of the different places that I've lived. Where we live have, has a profound impact on who we are and who we become um, and how we see life. Um, I have lived in four different places in my life, and each one of those four different places is kind of its own era in my life. I don't want to talk to you about that. Some of those eras, um, I look back and say, that was a good era. And sometimes I look back at an era in my life and say, okay, that was, a, that was a bad era. And instead of using the words good and bad, I want to use a different term. I want to use an image for you uh, that hopefully you will remember. The concept of gardens and deserts. Um, hopefully those two images make sense. So a garden, we think of a place of abundance, of provision and simplicity. If you look at the picture on the screen, it's a serene place. There's a blessing of nourishment and food, a place of well-being and a place of no worry whatsoever. A garden's a, a good place. We think of a garden in positive lights. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have a desert. Um, not a dessert, which, uh, spelling is slightly different, um, but a desert. A desert is a difficult place, a place that's void of resources, a lonely place, a harsh place, a place where you have to fight to survive. 
so gardens and deserts. I've lived through some gardens and deserts in my life. So I'll start by just going through first place I ever lived. I'm from this really, really, really small town in Oklahoma, northeastern Oklahoma, called OK, Oklahoma. Has anyone ever heard of OK, Oklahoma? OK, there's a few people. Maybe some people have heard of Muskogee, Oklahoma. They've heard the song, I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee. Um, OK is about nine miles northeast of um, Muskogee, Oklahoma. And I know that OK, uh, my original hometown, uh, I lived there from the ages of 0 to 12. I know it doesn't look that impressive there on the screen. Uh, but I loved it. I loved it. Uh, we had a creek that ran through our backyard. And we had a, a pond in our front yard where my brother and I would catch uh, perch, yellow-bellied perch in buckets. Uh, we had 10 acres of land. Uh, where we could uh, run and play and ride four-wheelers and go-karts and dune buggies. Uh, we would ride our bikes on gravel roads to the gas station to buy candy and baseball cards. Um, it was a great place to be raised. Um, the only thing I could say about it is that uh, there was no place for Jesus in my life growing up in OK, Oklahoma. It's not something my parents taught us or talked about. Faith was not a thing uh, that we did in our family. But regardless, OK Oklahoma felt like a garden experience. Um, it was a place of serenity for me growing up. So then I moved. I grew, I moved to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. So when I was 13 years old, my parents were divorced. And my mom and I moved to Lincoln, Nebraska, which to me might as well have been New York City, uh, going from a town of 300 to a bigger city. Um, I was no longer good at anything I was good at. Uh, growing up in OK, Oklahoma, I was the best athlete. I was smart. Uh, in Lincoln, I was no longer a good athlete. I wasn't smart. Um, in fact, I became uh, sad, uh, angry, uh, lonely. I grew up with very little money. One thing that you probably uh, wouldn't guess about me is that when I was a child, I had a very uh, bad problem stuttering and struggled to get words out, had a consistent stutter. And over the years and working on it and training myself, um, I still do it. Sometimes I can stutter. If you really watch closely, now you're going to pay attention to that. But that's worked its way out a little bit. But um, I, this was a, Lincoln was a desert time for me in my life. I was struggling with a lot of things in my life. I at one point was taken into custody here in York as a youth for breaking the law. I was temperamental. I was rude. I looked different than everybody. I acted different. It was a dark era of my life until I first heard about Jesus. And then at that point, uh, Lincoln turned into a garden. I learned about uh, his powerful work in my life and how he could turn a desert into a garden. And uh, there were several Youth ministers have stepped into my life and profoundly impacted me. And so I decided I wanted to go to York College back then and become a youth minister. So this next era of my life here in York, Nebraska, which is where we are, my first York experience from the ages of 18 to 23, my relationship with God was growing. I wasn't mature at all, but I was excited about it. Um, both things are important, excitement and maturity in our faith, 
And, it, and truly, here at York College, when I came here, the world opened up before me. I had things to do. I had friends. Um, I had kicked the stuttering habit that had plagued me my whole life. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed my four years as a student here at York. And then after that, I worked at admissions for two years. I traveled. I had roommates. I bought a truck. This was another uh, garden time in my life. It was a time I could feel in that era that God was moving and shaping and, and growing me and developing me. And then I moved to Lubbock, Texas. Um, after two years of working here at York, I decided I want to go to graduate school. Um, I can hear from the groans in the crowd. There are people that are familiar with Lubbock, Texas. From the ages of 23 to 25, I took a job at uh, Texas Tech University, which I know we have some Red Raider fans here in the audience. Lubbock was, liter was literally and uh, quite figuratively a desert. Um, if you've ever been to Lubbock, it is a big city. It's on the high plains of West Texas. And I remember when I was moving to Lubbock, I drove halfway from York to Oklahoma City, and I stopped halfway, and I spent the night, and I was going to drive to Lubbock the next day. And I remember thinking in the hotel, when I wake up tomorrow and leave uh, for Lubbock, it will be the farthest from home that I've ever been. Um, I was excited to go to Lubbock. I was excited about that experience, but I found it was very, very hard. Um, I didn't have a peer group in Lubbock. I was uh, lonely, um, worked all day, and went to school all night long. It was at this time in my life that I became addicted to coffee. So that's a good thing. What, what happened for me at York was that people knew who I was. When I got to Lubbock, the name Jared Stark didn't mean anything to anyone. And I realized how much of my identity that I had staked into being this person at York the first time. And when I got to York, when I got to Lubbock, rather, in the desert, I realized that that was just all a facade. And my faith was not what I thought it was. I was being tested. By the time I got near the end of my time at Lubbock, uh, things had changed. Lubbock had turned into a garden for me. I was starting to adjust. Uh, but I was still excited to leave. I graduated on a Saturday from Texas Tech University, and I drove back to York on Sunday. I had secured a job back here as assistant dean of students, and I was excited to get back to a previous garden in my life. I was so excited. I mean, Lubbock was um, a desert, and I was coming back to a garden. And when I came back, I was surprised to find uh, another desert. York was not the same as when I left. I was not the same as when I left, or, or maybe a combination of both of those things. I felt lonely. My peers had left. And here I was, just a single guy living among college students or grown adults with marriages and houses and kids, and I had none of those things. So the early days of my return back to York from Lubbock I would walk around the streets of York at night and wonder, why did I ever come back here? And I'm still here. I'm 44 years old and I'm still here. In some ways, I'm still living this era, although York has certainly turned into a garden for me again. There's three things I want to tell you about gardens and deserts, because I don't know how you feel right now 
about the place that you're at right now. Here's what I want to say. Number one, in your life, deserts will turn into gardens, and sometimes gardens will turn into deserts. If there's one thing that's true about life you can trust, it will not stay the same. Bad things don't stay bad. Good things don't stay good. Things change all the time. We're living in a constant state of change. Um, whether you are a new or old student, you will find York this year has changed. For some of you right now, you're thinking, I am living in the desert. I promise you, if you invest, that will change. That will change. That will shift. For some of you, for some of you though, this is a garden. This is a perfect place for you. It might go back and forth every once in a while. But here's another thing I want to tell you about garden. It's the second point on the screen there. Whether you're in a garden or a desert, both of them will shape you. I hope you're thinking right now, whether you're in a garden or a desert, how am I being shaped? The times I spent lonely in deserts uh, brought me to a place where I more deeply understood myself. Uh, these desert times in our life, I bet, a, I bet a counselor or a psychologist, someone more educated than me in this area, would tell you that the deserts can more profoundly shape you in your life than the gardens can. The gardens, the good times, uh, when we are really blessed, we learn to share that with others, those can also shape us as well. And the last point I want to make before I'm done is this. Where you live is not as important as how you live. Where you live is not as important as how you live. Uh, there's, there's not a person in this room who would tell you that um, OK Oklahoma is a, a decidedly better place than Lincoln, Nebraska. Or there's not a person in this room that would tell you that maybe York is a more popular place than Lubbock, Texas. It's not about the place um, that shaped me. It's about who I was in that place. How am I to be alive today? And with the way you live, I want you to know uh, that you can turn those deserts into gardens. Uh, some of you are thinking right now, uh, what is this place? And I, I have seen, over my time here at York, I have seen person after person at one time leave York thinking it was a desert, there was nothing good here for them, only to return and realize this place is not a desert, it's a garden. It can bless your heart, um, it can change you, it can shape you, it can transform you. Uh, so however you find, find yourself today, whether you're in a desert or a garden, realize it's not about where you live, it's about how you live in that place. Thank you.